Welcome to the Mastery Matrix podcast. I am your host, Kyrie, and on this side of the podcast world, we geek out on human potential and transformation. You know how to disrupt ourselves, elevate to mastery, and build our mind, body, spirit, and systems for greatness. I hope you're ready, guys, because I am. Let's go. Imagine this, right? I think we've all experienced this at some point or another. Things are going really well in your life, in your business. You just did this new product launch or you just hired the most amazing team member, had your best month yet in terms of revenue. You're just crushing it. And then a family member reaches out to you, no phone call. You you, you pick up and it's just this out of the blue drama that you just know is going to take you two to five steps back. Or things are going really well and suddenly you just have start having this really just uncomfortable feeling and things start to just like fall through the cracks and things start to not just feel the way that they did a month ago. That's what we're talking about today. We're talking about the concept of upper ceiling, upper limit, and how to ensure that as an entrepreneur, you're able to reach new heights of success constantly instead of being limited by this upper ceiling. All right, we're going to shatter this thing. (laughs) Okay, so what uh, we call the upper ceiling or the upper limit is basically a self-imposed limit or a self-imposed belief that holds us back. It holds us back from reaching our full potential. It holds us back from reaching what we know and feel that we can achieve. But for some reason, we're never like able to get there without hiccups. That's what the concept of upper ceiling is, upper limit. And it manifests in so many different ways that it's so important for you to understand and raise your awareness around it because that is one of the biggest uh, sabotaging factors for entrepreneurs that I see. And it doesn't matter how experienced and how skilled and how amazing you are as an entrepreneur because this whole journey of building a business, this whole journey of being a human is all personal development at the end of the day. That that means that at certain points you're going to have to reach certain limits and break them so that you can get to the next level, right? It's constant progression. It's constantly looking for that next level mastery. Now, why is it so important to realize it? When we don't pay attention, what happens is we don't realize that it is literally internal self-imposed limits that we're facing right now and we're projecting it on the outside. And what happens is what's out there we know and we feel that it is not in our uh, internal locus of control, right? We don't feel like we can change what's happening on the outside out there easily. And so we become more of that victim then, victim of the circumstances, victim of what other people think, victims of uh, events that are happening in other people's lives that are impacting us. But when we realize that this upper ceiling is not an upper ceiling out there, but it's literally in our mind, it is a whole other game. Because all of a sudden, now we are not dealing with something that is out there, outside of uh, of our control. It is on the inside. And so we have 100% control. 
And this awareness is the break, make or break for people who succeed versus people who don't. People who get to their goals with happiness versus people who either drag themselves on their knees on their way there, or they just don't make it ever. All right. So the concept of upper limit and upper ceiling is so important to, to just be acquainted with and to just be aware of in your day-to-day and your business because it impacts your your results and your success. We all have an internal thermostat. We all have a tolerance limit for how much happiness we can take at any given time. I know it's really weird to say that. If you haven't uh, read uh, Gay Hendricks' book, The Big Leap, I encourage you to go and do it because he talks about the whole concept of the upper limit and the four really important reasons, the four major reasons uh, why people face it or the four different categories why people would face it. So I'm going to repeat this because it is so important. We all have that thermostat and it is basically where we set our limit, our tolerance limit for how much happiness we can take. I know we all say that we want to be happy and we want to be successful and so on. But at the end of the day, when you really dig deep, what a lot of people want is they want to be comfortable and Comfort and happiness don't necessarily go together, right? And understanding that the, that upper limit that we're facing, and let's say, and I was talking to a client just a few weeks ago, going through that upper ceiling and knowing she knew, she mentioned it herself, I know it's an upper ceiling thing. She's making multiple millions of dollars. On the outside, it looks, everything looks amazing, but that doesn't mean that individual will not face that, face uh, those issues. Everybody does. Doesn't matter how experienced or successful you are. Now, the tolerance level that we set for ourselves in terms of how much happiness we can take at any given time, we get to be able to raise that. And how much you raise it is is where exactly you set your new tolerance level and your new upper ceiling. We set that ceiling ourselves. It is not set for us. We learn it over time and we get to push it up. We get to shatter it. And even when we do shatter it, we don't realize a lot of times, but we've just placed another one, like just a few inches above or a few miles above, right? And there are four different categories, according to Gay Hendricks, that uh, people will experience that concept of upper, uh, of upper limit. The upper limit, as I said, is internal beliefs and internal paradigms that keep us stuck. So one of those beliefs is the belief that we are fundamentally flawed. It's, and again, this is not for everybody. Not everybody will experience it the same way for uh, using the same beliefs. But for a lot of people, it's because in deep inside, they feel like they are flawed. They feel like they are not worthy, that they don't have what it takes, right? Again, no matter how successful they've been, this is the crazy thing about this. Carrying this feeling of being fundamentally flawed means that when success happens, we, without even paying attention, like subconsciously, will sabotage that success because we think we're essentially bad. We're not... At that level, we should not be experiencing that level of success, 
Okay. So we mess it up so that we can kind of go back to where we were, because that is the identity that we have, the identity of someone who's flawed and who doesn't get to experience that level of success. I have met with so many people who do this without even realizing it. I have done this myself in the past without even realizing it, but it's so so much easier to see when someone else is doing it, right? So ask yourself, is there deep within a belief that you are not enough, a belief that you are flawed in some way, that you're not skilled enough, that you are not whatever it is enough? Because if that belief is there in some way, whether related to your skills, um, your team leadership, or your money uh, uh, management skills, or your relationships with other people, whatever that looks like, that you're not good enough, I can guarantee you that you have placed upper ceilings all around you, and those things are pulling you back and making it harder for you to reach your goals. All right? Plain and simple. So it's important to figure out where that is showing up because there is an upper ceiling there, and we need to work on this belief of being fundamentally flawed so that we can break through those ceilings. All right. The second belief that Hendricks mentions is the belief that if you succeed, you're going to be disloyal to people around you, people that you love, and you're going to be leaving them behind. Now, this again is something that uh, people that I've seen a lot of people face and sometimes it is a spouse spouse relationship where the wife and my experience has been mostly with wives right where they feel like if they succeed then they're leaving their husband behind doesn't mean that the other way around doesn't happen it happens a lot as well but i have seen it a lot with spouses and specifically where the entrepreneur is a woman and um that fear that if she is successful, something's going to happen to her marriage, or if she is successful, uh, you know, her family, etc. So is that something that's sometimes on your mind, right? That if you succeed, you're going to be disloyal. If you succeed, you're going to be leaving people behind. If you succeed, it's going to go against what your community or your family thinks good people do right? So if we have these types of feelings of, of course, we're going to sabotage the success because we think it's disloyal to who we are. We think it's disloyal to the people that matter to us. And we human beings like to be liked and we like to be part of a pack, right? That's how we, we are members of a society, members of a community. And so intrinsically, we want to be part of it. So when we're doing, we feel like we're doing something that gets us excluded subconsciously, again, if we're not aware, we tend to sabotage that. All right. So that was belief number two, believing that by succeeding, we're being disloyal and leaving people behind. The third belief is when we think that we are a burden, when we feel like we, you know, whatever we do, we're going to be have, we're going to be on somebody else's back, or we're going to be a heavy burden on someone else. Again, this is where, by being successful or by bringing in the things that we want, we feel like it's going to be burdening others. Well, then we don't do it, or we sabotage how much we could make it happen and how successful we can make it happen. And the last belief is the belief that we have to shine. We have to make sure that we don't shine as bright so that we don't outshine other people. 
Ah, right. This kind of goes with the, the second one that I mentioned about being disloyal and leaving people behind. But this one is literally so many people that I talk to are so interesting. They have such an important message. They have such an amazing story. But I do know, and I right now I'm talking to you, and I know I can see in my head specific people who they're just afraid to outshine other people. And so because of that, they actually hold themselves back, right? Instead of really going out there and being who they are. I often say my daughter is like the most <laughs> brilliant light out there. Well, her name is Sanaa, which in Arabic does mean that, right? Is that luminosity and that bright light. And wherever she goes, like that is what she does. And people notice and, and she's just so bright and she's always laughing and so on. And if there's one thing that I'm trying to protect is for people around her to not try and dim that light for her by being her, by telling her that she's too loud or that she's being too, uh, 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 you know, too, just too much in general, because that's typically what turns uh, other people, what turns people into just trying to diminish their light of theirs so that they don't outshine other people. So they don't disturb other people. All right. So which of these four beliefs do you feel like you're carrying with you? And everybody does, right? Unless you have achieved some type of, you know, attained some type of nirvana and you are a saint, in which case I salute you. Uh, we all face some of these or a combination of these or all of them or one of them. It does not matter or maybe it changes uh, depending on the circumstances, but we all carry some of this, especially as we're growing and going for new heights. It is just important to be aware and to ask yourself the questions and to pay attention to your patterns. So if you find yourself in a situation where you're like, Every time, and I was having this conversation with my, with my husband, like every time, uh, you know, something really good happens, like something happens to, 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 you know, put their hand in my pocket, like talking about money. Right. And whenever you have this concept of every time this, then that happens, that's a freaking pattern. It's a pattern. And it means that there is something there. There's a belief that's happening. There's a self-imposed belief and a self-imposed limitation that's happening. That's keeping us in that loop. And we need to get out of this. I have the same on different, on different aspects, right? So when it comes to money, I realized after a while that I had this thing that every time money comes in, there has to be something that happens that has to make it go out, right? Every single time. And part of it in terms of my beliefs was because I did not believe that I could make for the longest time. I did not believe that I could make a hundred thousand dollars, right? Like it was like impossible. It was out there. It took me a while to be like, oh, 100K is really nothing. I had this self-imposed limit at that specific number for whatever reason. And so every time I was on my way there, I would create a situation to just completely destroy it, right? Make sure that I don't hit it. Since I'm telling you, the moment I discovered that, things completely changed, right? And now and I've been since on an upward, like doubling or tripling my revenue since then. And it was just from the awareness of realizing that the pattern was happening and shining light on that pattern. I believe that awareness is so powerful because awareness, what it is, is really your presence. It's like you, your soul 
focusing on something. And because your soul is so expensive, because you are at the, at the roots of who we are as human beings, we are so powerful. What gets us in trouble is when we're not aware and when we're just going on autopilot. The moment you shine your awareness, the moment you turn your attention, the moment you focus your presence on what you want to do and really focus on it long enough, it's going to resolve itself because confusion and your super powerful you cannot coexist. That is my fundamental belief, right? So that is why awareness is so important. So paying attention to your patterns, what do you feel happens all the time, right? What is that thing that every time I do this, that happen? Ask yourself what it is, Where are the, what are those situations? And then remember that it's never coming from the outside. These are self-imposed limitations. Even when it feels like it is not, I just ask and beg of you to humor me and to humor me for long enough to see other perspectives. Because if, as long as we can accept that what we feel is coming from the outside, it's people coming at us with our problems. Yes, maybe things are going well for you, for, for you and then someone picks up the phone and tells you this happened and you need to help me, blah, blah, blah. It is not unless you feel like it's your responsibility to go and save everybody else, you don't have to impose that situation as your own limitation. And you don't have to be the savior of all people, right? So it is where we choose to direct our energy. It is where we choose to focus uh, uh, our attention. And it is what we choose to take on as well. There are so many different ways that we can tackle any problem. As long as we focus on determining what is our locus of control, what is a different perspective that I can have on this, and what are the fundamental beliefs that I have about myself that are creating this. If we do this internal work, things start to shift drastically, all right? So awareness is key. Asking yourself the questions and learning to recognize when you're hitting your upper ceiling is everything. And the more the more you work on that muscle of awareness, the more you're going to see those things before they even show up, before you even take that uh, uh, reactive action, right? And that then makes it easier for you to reach your goals. It makes it easier for you to see the frustration or the discomfort come way in advance and actually work on you know your emotions and letting that stuff go and recognize it for what it is. That's okay. It's okay that I've hit an upper ceiling. It's okay that I have uh, imposed these beliefs for myself. I'm not going to beat myself up, but I'm going to recognize it, work on it, and move on. Okay? And stay focused. All right. So hope this episode was helpful for you. I want you to really take the time to ask yourself those questions about the beliefs. Which ones do you fall under? And what are those patterns that you have created in your life? And it's okay. We all do. And we will create new ones. Um, But um, as you discover those things, then spend some time figuring out other perspectives, other ways uh, of seeing that specific problem with that specific pattern so that you can create another one or you can um, 
you know, find ways to remove that pattern so that you can achieve your goals faster. Sometimes it's a matter of adopting new skill set. Sometimes it's a matter of being around people who are already doing it. That's my favorite because then it just puts you in a different paradigm, in a different way of seeing the world. And that makes for an easier transformation. All right. I love you so much. And I will talk to you in a few days. (laughs) There you have it. If you got any insight from today's show, guys, please make sure that you leave a review and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. That would mean a lot to me. Also, the conversation continues, and I want you to connect with me on IG or Facebook at Kyrie Var. Now, this information is in the show notes, so you can grab it in there and message me with your biggest takeaway from today's show. All right, so thanks again so much for being here with me today. I will see you very soon.